Basement ballet. Get Basement tits. Today. Basement tits. Basement titties. <laughs> he would hit his tits on the beach. <laughs> Say no more. This is but a podcast. This is but a chest. This is but a chest. Oh, God. You said butt and chest all in the same thing? Oh, boobies. <laughs> Foot locker. Foot locker. <laughs> That's how we're opening this shit up. Foot locker. All right. Let's start this for real. Hold, please. Okay, kids. Let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello. What have we here? These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Mm, good day, Galaxy. Broke Squadron back at it again. I'm Opar. I'm Commander Cody. It is Wednesday, March 2nd. We're coming at you late, but we're coming at you nonetheless. We're coming regardless. You better get ready. Oh, oh shit. It's stop coming. The Batman <laughs> comes out this week. Ah, uh, yes, yes. The Batman. Dude, I'm excited. The Batman. That, you know what? I always say it like the Dark Knight Joker. The Batman. Batman. But he says the. Oh. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, There's, yeah. There hasn't been a film a Batman film called The Batman before, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it'll change anything. I don't know if it has anything to do with the story or the quality of the movie, but I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. Shinobi, welcome back. We will not be talking about Boba Fett today. I uh, During my uh, normal work shit, there's a couple nerds, and I, I stopped, into, <sighs> stopped into one of their ordinances today and uh, we shot the shit about Boba Fett and they are two huge not only Mando fans Mandalorian fans but Boba Fett in particular yeah even before the show and they're like dude what did you think I fucking loved it I was like good God, I wish I did but so yeah. it's it's nice to see that, like people are like I don't care if it's shitty <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! No, you know what I mean. It's, I it's do cool know what to, you mean because I do. I did want to like it. It's just you know, so many things came up, and I was like, oh no, no, you're losing now, and then I was gone. Yeah, now, it's a I weird am, one. I am excited me. to rewatch it, kind of in more of a condensed version instead of waiting a week mm-hmm. in between episodes. So maybe that'll uh, smoothen things out. Smoothen, maybe smoothen. that'll smooth thing, smooth things out, smoothen, smoothen. Yeah, man, I um, I like when people like things. That's all I'm. That's all I'm interested in. Um, I just like when people are enjoying content that gets put out. Too often, we're like, I don't know. I never think my opinion is like the opinion. But if I had a bad reaction to Boba Fett, I guess subconsciously maybe I'm like, ah, what Star Wars going to be in the next six months because of? But every, everyone else loves it, and then Lucasfilm is they're on track. They're pushing all steam ahead, full steam ahead, and I don't have to worry about it. So. Yeah, I I do feel like we we give the Star Wars universe the benefit of the doubt, and when we don't like it, totally, yeah, I feel like there's enough fans already shitting on stuff that's decent or good in our eyes that when we don't like something, that's like, oh, that's actually a good point. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, well, I'm it again. 
talking to those guys, I was like, oh, you guys really liked it. Okay, perfect. That's that's great. That's good, I am man. still, you know, if if I'm gonna, you know, condense all this into my head with Mando, and we got mm-hmm. Obi Wan ahead and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm looking towards the overall story that I totally. think they're building towards. So this was a stepping stone in my eyes, and you know, yeah. we can go back and I'm sure they'll pull a lot of stuff from it. So we'll see. Oh yeah, and it's not like it was a complete dud. There's right, plenty right. there to love. So, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Welcome, yeah. Schnobs. Welcome back. Good um, to chat with you, my bro. How you feeling, Mopar? How you feeling in the galaxy? Do you, you remember got- water parks, dude? I do. Yeah. And Discovery Zone and water parks and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was randomly thinking about. Um, Pioneer Waterland. Ooh. Back yeah. home. Out in the sticks, bruh. Yeah, back home, which nobody should ever know about unless you're from Northeast <laughs> Ohio. If you're from like, yeah, if you're from Geauga County. Yeah, exactly. You can talk. <laughs> um, but honestly, for like the small little corner that it lives in, it was great. There was Dude. some really tall, like the water slides, really tall speed slides. And then mm-hmm. there was one specifically that I remember that I absolutely loved called the Black Hole. And it was an entirely enclosed water slide, but it was black. So as soon right. as you slid down, you had no idea where you were. And it was so disorienting, but so fun. Dude, you're taking me back now. I haven't thought about Pioneer Waterland in like 15 mm-hmm. years, dude. And I full on thought it was a dead and gone thing. They're still running. Hell I thought, yeah. I thought it was like Geauga Lake where, you know, it had its time and it's gone. But yeah, right. Pioneer Waterland still rocking and rolling. <clears throat> Yeah, and then Six Flags tried to buy it, and then they totally failed with that, too. Yeah. I'm going to look this up, man. I'm going to get a little blast of nostalgia here. Well, the thing Pine that you'll find you, the thing you'll find out is it's a lot smaller than we remember as kids because there's literally just like four slides, a pool, and then there's like some uh, uh, go-karts because they do have like a... <laughs> oh, my God. This fucking website. <laughs> That's awesome. If you're not watching, just go to PioneerWaterland.com and, yep, someone's goddamn middle schooler built this as a project during summer camp. I think we did that in eighth grade. I might have built this website when I was 10. Yeah. Paddle boats. It's got the the normal stuff. The lazy river where you just lay in a fucking inner tube and you float down the river. You got some uh, water slides. There's, um, There's like... Bumper yeah, boats, I, th- if I think I remember. So it's basically, you know, bumper cars, but in water. I dig it, man. But yeah, for it's a fun, That's like, hilarious. let's go out for five hours, slide around, splash around, and then go fucking home. So. Yeah, it was fun, man. And it was like, yeah, easy, not a lot of people, cheap, because it's not like you're going to Cedar Point. You know? Right. It's in Chardon, like, come on. Yeah. Those so. uh, those speed slides, man. They always creep me out as a kid, but I was a daredevil. Well, okay. I was a scaredy cat really early on, mm-hmm. and then I just hit an age where I was like a fuck it button, and I did everything. Now I'm going back towards like scaredy cat. Yeah, you know I <laughs> like the first roller coaster I rode in my life. I hated, and then you know the next thirty I loved, and now I'm back on that like. Eh, yeah, seen too many people fly off those fucking things, and I don't trust the <laughs> maintenance teams. So I don't. I mean, I'm not doing it. I've only really ever been to Cedar Point and Kings Island, and I feel like those are pretty well-respected in lockdown places. Yeah. I, I would never and have never gone on, a, like, a, a carny ride at, like, a fair. Oh, Fuck I that, have. dude. The zipper. Holy shit. Don't ever go on a zipper. Is that, like, I've been on... Okay, I take that back. Maybe I've been on, like, 
the scrambler or something. Yeah, scramblers are classic. But the, anything that goes upside down, yep. when, when it's like a traveling fair ride, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. The no, zipper no. spins like on four different axes. So it's like a, it's like a, just picture like a big stick and the stick's twirling. But on that stick, you have a zip up and down uh, that you're attached yeah, to. So that. you're going up that. and down the stick as the stick's twirling. No, and then you. you are on a hinge as well. So it's like there's three different ways you're twirling. No, oh, dude. my God. And the now I'm, I'm into that for the thrill, but I just don't trust those rides. No yeah. way. But yeah, I'll go on everything at Cedar Point for sure. No problem. Yeah, you probably became a, started becoming a daredevil because uh, we started watching like Jackass and shit. We're like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's definitely had a big impact on our lives. Seen too many news articles. Hey, three more people killed, you know. <laughs> Roller coaster explodes. It's like ah. explodes. <laughs> Cart falls off uh, top throw dragster. The Empire invades Cedar Point. Yeah. I, I uh <laughs> Force Lightning shuts down the top throw dragster yet again. You know, I no. was even even the last time we went to Kings Island. Like some of those rides, I just, it gets me, like I'll enjoy it 90% of the time, but then that 10%, I was like, ah, a little, is this supposed to do this? Is it supposed to sound <laughs> yeah. like this? <laughs> but that's what they, that's what they want you to feel. Yeah. That's yeah, all true. part of the experience. Yeah. True. Daco, Ethan, Tommy Boy, welcome. Um, the fuck was I just about to say? Oh yeah. Back to uh, Pioneer Waterland real quick. The, so the speed slides were the most fun. And until I went on one for the first time, I had this irrational fear in my head that because it was so steep that I was just going to fly forward. Yep. Like I yeah. was not going to, gravity was not going to stick me to that slide for some reason. And I was yeah. so scared of it. And then I went on it. I was like, all right, this is my favorite. Yeah. No, I agree. And even knowing that like, it's like physically, like well, I didn't know physics. I, didn't, I hadn't like, taken physically physics impossible. Yet. I couldn't take physics. Uh, it's still like I see people like jump and they bounce and I'm like fuck that I'm not bouncing off something that's almost up and down. <laughs> yeah, that's so, scary. I'm not I'm not doing it. A good kind of scary. But the other thing, uh, like water park, I w- you know what sparked all this was I saw a picture you of uh, you know what initiated we rewound. Uh, you know what uh, initiated this conversation. Um, was I saw a picture of a water park with the big bucket that like dumps water and it like oh, flows yeah, yeah, down, yeah. knocks kids over and drowns a couple pets. <laughs> <laughs> well, also uh, shout out to water park episodes in TV shows. It's like those are always fun. Eastbound and Down had a water park episode. Mm. It was particularly hilarious. And then Always Sunny had a good one. Yeah, water park episode. So, I yeah, remember. Shouts out you. Uh, me and our buddy Eric went to a water park because your cousin got us in for a promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, it was like it was in, like the opening of it, so they needed kids having fun to like take pictures of kids having fun. And totally, it was it was a good time. It was a good time. I know. I know. Where were you going to tell? Do you remember what you did? I was waiting. I jumped for you in to a tell pool that wasn't open yet. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, there was like a one half of it was not open yet, and there was a pool that was totally blocked off with a rope and everything. They literally just said, "Guys, don't jump in this pool." And <laughs> our buddy Eric was like, "Hey, Paul, I'll give you ten bucks if you jump in there." And I, without even thinking, I was already in the water <laughs> under the rope, jump in the pool. <laughs> Hilarious, dude. Yeah, that was fun, man. That was a, a briefly after you got your Xbox. So oh, really? that whole little period of my life was like Mech Assault, 
The Water oh Park. God, Mech Assault. Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy, Mech Assault, Halo. Halo, yeah. Classic. Mech Assault's throwing me back because that was like a new level. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a new type of game. Like it was, it's all third person shooting, but. Uh, they still you know, make that franchise? I think so. Well, it's, you know, you play Titanfall now. That's the big mechs. There was another one for uh, PlayStation that one of my buddies had where you got, you basically built your mech from the ground up and you got to customize it. So you could do like mm-hmm. um, like tank treads or wheels or walking. Like you customize like every piece of it. I can't remember the fucking name of it though. Yeah. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, it was it was older. It was for PS1. It was like uh, like um, Twisted Metal days. It was that era. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Armored so, Core, dude. You found it. You found it. Shinobi, yes, coming on, coming in, fucking strong with Armored nice. Core. I'll have to watch a playthrough of that, man. That's a throwback. That's awesome. I just uh, obviously Googled Mech Assault, so I definitely had that first game, which was Xbox only. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had like a wave uh, gameplay where you go in and it'll just have like three waves of, of uh, mechs that'll attack you. Yeah. Um, and I remember it built into the map, there were like other mechs you could get into, but you obviously you had to run there. So if you had like a big heavy tank armored mech land, you're like, oh fuck, I want something fast so I can, so he can't yeah. shoot me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, good shit. It's crazy that in that game, you could jump out of your mech and you are just a little fucking human. Yep. And I mean, one hit, you're dead obviously, but you needed to quickly... Like, if you were bailing on your mech and it was dying, you could potentially run to another mech. Yep. Good stuff. It, I, does, um, it does still have 9.2 uh, out of 10 on IGN. <laughs> the first okay. original Mech Assault. I'm, I'm about to take you back one additional level here. Now, this was before Mech Assault was even a thing. Because mm-hmm. this was before the Xbox was even a thing. Let me pull this up real quick. Do you remember Battletech mm. Toys? No. Dude, so I had this one. I remember as you're talking about jumping in and out of the mech, yeah. I remembered this old toy bushwhacker that I had. Sticks in my brain, man. But this is like just essentially like almost like Transformers and Mech Assault style shit. And it had all these different guns oh, on yeah. it. And oh man, it was legit. Yeah, that's awesome. Battletech. Battletech. Dude. Man. What a time. Shinobi said he had Mad Cat. Is, uh, is that a battle tech? Oh, probably. Mad Cat? Let's see. Oh, that's sick. Look Dude, at all that the missiles. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, man. And now some fucking savages have like painted these. That looks awesome. That looks legit. That's Mech Assault just in a toy. Right. Before Mech Assault. <laughs> Maybe that's why I love Mech Assault so much. I was probably raging all about this back when you got it. I was like, oh, it's just like that toy I had when I was fucking six years old. Mech Assault 2 uh, Lone Wolf. Lone, yeah, Lone Wolf was also really good. It was a solid franchise. Yeah. Yeah, what is what is um, like that nowadays? Like Titanfall is kind of like that, right? Oh, Titanfall is exactly like it. Nice. No, Titanfall, nice. Was, Titanfall was a very, very solid game. I enjoyed playing Titanfall. Titanfall 2, at least. Two. It's the second. It's number two. Yeah, man. Those classic toys, man. That's that's what really takes me back. I know we were talking about Batman Forever, and that that's kind of where my mind's just been living in those Batman toys and 
goosebumps and all the shit Dang. that I used to just get mm-hmm. as a kid. Legos. You know, I it, the crazy thing was Pogs, Crazy Bones, Beanie Babies. Yeah. When I whenever I got Legos, I never wanted the the sets for how dumb that sounds. I always wanted to create my own. So I might mm-hmm. be able I might buy a set just because it has like specific guns and stuff, but I would never build the set. I always tear it down and build something else. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, back then they didn't have Lego stores back when we were kids. Now you can go into the Lego store and they have an entire like Home Depot section. <laughs> Home Depot. Where you can get any type of piece in any color and just like pick out what you want. Like, you know, choose your own color. Like, oh shit, I, I'm missing this one piece from my TIE fighter. I need to go grab it from the Lego store. We didn't have yeah. any of that. And then of course, like I you would buy I remember I got like a bin and it was just a bunch of different pieces. There was no like set to it. So you could make whatever you want, kind of like that. Yeah. But then you get other sets and like, you know, a piece falls off and then it falls apart and then it just gets mixed in. And I can't, I could never, I just remember I could never build the sets again because it would just get mixed in yeah. with all my other fucking Legos. And it's yeah. just a goddamn dog pile of pieces of toys that I don't know where they go. It's a, um, I, yeah, I used to have like a bucket, just literally a bucket of Legos and I would just yep. go at it. But, yeah, man. There was a, just an, another level of, like, creativity as a kid. That, let, let me just think of anything. I'm just going to start building it. Fuck it. Yeah, man. Fun. Yeah, and now they have... Now they're just works of art, and there's, like, $1,000 Legos. Now I got... Uh, Shit. Dude, is that Gravedigger? Gravedigger. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. I bought this, like, three months ago, and I still haven't put it together, but... Dude, they it's, have everything with Lego now. They have Mopar Legos. Yeah, I saw a Charger one, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, man. Wow. No, this one, this one's literally not only just a Lego, it's a toy that you can like pull back and it'll run forward. Oh, hell yeah, man. Just, it's the future, guys. It's the future and the past in the same package. What? That's what every <laughs> That's handle. all that's all we want. So, yeah. I want enough of my childhood and enough something of something new. I tell you what, my mind is spinning when whenever I start thinking of like our generation and how we're all starting to make like good money and how much money we would spend on nostalgic stuff. So my mind goes into like what could we create that 30 some things would just dump money into? I my mind Have you spins. Of anything? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many so many opportunities out there, but someone's going to make a killing. Just, yeah. Dude, what if you had like a retro park? Like you went back and it was just Nickelodeon on, on the televisions mm. and you could yep. go into some of like Nickelodeon studios or, you know, there's Lego areas or there's, yeah, I just, my mind goes. Giant beanie babies. Giant beanie babies that are, <gasps> maybe we found something. Maybe a Don't giant, say it alive. Be- maybe a giant beanie baby bag. A bean bag beanie baby Chair <laughs> for bitches for butts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Well, there's a. I don't know about toys, but I know for as far as content goes, uh, everyone has already figured that out, and all the content that is getting made now is for us to take our kids because we loved it when we were kids, right? Well, there and was also that's just fine. Like good I'll stuff. eat that right up. <laughs> Good stuff. Power Ranger toys. Yeah, the OG Zords. I had yeah. the original uh, Zord. Yeah. Mega Zord. Dude, what a Christmas morning. Yeah. Holy shit. I can't yeah. believe. I, I can't believe. It was like, 
it felt so unattainable as a kid. It's like you get toys like four times a year. And I was like, this is five toys that become one giant toy. There's no way I'm going to get five toys yeah. at once. And yeah, that Christmas was just lit. Everybody knows how balls deep I was on in Transformers. I love yep. the Beast Wars. And every year, I remember one specific year, I got, uh, I just asked for money. And I got like $100. So I went, we went to um, Toys R Us. And I literally spent $100 on only Transformers. <laughs> My mom's it. like, is that what you, are you sure you want to spend all of your money? And I'm just like, I got like six Fuck guys. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I'm fucking doing this <laughs> right Fuck now. Fuck yeah, mom. I got like the Optimus Prime, which was 50 bucks by itself. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I got this. Gotta Savage, do it. Dude. Gotta Savage. We're well, actually, last time I was home, we were watching uh, some old home videos and it was a Christmas one. And my dad got me a toy from the X-Men cartoon, but he accidentally got me, um, oh, what's the guy that Wolverine's always fighting? Sabretooth. Sabretooth. He accidentally got me Sabretooth instead of Wolverine. And I was like, oh, this is one of the bad guys. That's okay, dad. Thanks. <laughs> but I just I wanted that Wolverine so bad with That's that so, fucking red and yellow outfit. Yeah, you were much nicer than I would have been as a kid. I would have been a what pain the in the fuck? ass. This sucks, and it just started. <laughs> Dude, I have a memory of that happening once. My um, someone in the family got thought they were getting me Power Rangers, and they got these weird like knockoff Japanese. It was like you know soldiers in like five different colors. And I was like, these aren't the Power Rangers. What the hell? Dude, this sucks. Throw that shit in the trash, dude. <laughs> yeah. The other the other big one for me was when... Because uh, I grew up with a Nintendo, but it was technically my dad's Nintendo. He had Bill Elliott racing and some stupid shit. <laughs> but um, I would love to see what a racing game looked like in 1986. It was, it was on point. It lives up to... It sucks, guys. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the day I got my Sega Genesis, that was like groundbreaking for me. Dude. Groundbreaking because that that just opened me up to Sonic and all those other games, and I was like, oh, oh, I can't handle this. So many options, dude. Yeah, because I had yeah, because now at that point I had access to all three of the classic Mario's, and I opened Pandora's box of all the Sonics and Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic Two and all this shit. And I was like, oh. Super Nintendo was a and uh, Sega was a good generation of games. Now I'm probably yeah. just saying that. Because I'm a kid, or because that's when I was a kid, is what I mean. No, they were solid games, though. There was a lot of terrible games. There was a lot of bullshit, but there's still bullshit games nowadays. Were, it was cheap to make games back then, so they were just throwing everything at the wall. They didn't. Yeah, there was no regulation. They're like, oh, yeah, here's and a... It's, it's expensive to make games now, and they're still just throwing everything at the wall. And or not making the games correctly. Yeah. Well, look what Activision <clears throat> just got bought for. Whichever one is like, oh, Jesus. No wonder they're throwing shit at the wall. Yeah, dude, when you... you when that popped up and we mentioned it and you said think about how Star Wars just went for four bill mm-hmm. and Activision was like 60 I was like holy shit Star Wars is worth a lot less than I thought <laughs> and then we looked up I think a, a couple hundred episodes ago like the most best selling franchises considering everything shows movies you know merch whatever mm-hmm. and it's it's Pokemon Pokemon which has Pokemon's only been around for 25 years right well, just the amount of options. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I kind of, I kind of understand because video games, you're literally creating a software, so it can just be mass. Once you create it, just send it the fuck out, and right. you can download it for free. There's no physical. Well, anymore, you don't even have to have physical copies. So, right, you're getting sixty bucks a pop, 
And they're doing like a game a year, and they always do two games at once. So some people buy both. Yeah. You're, you're doing 60 bucks to 80 bucks a pop, and there's no overhead, physical overhead. You're just, you're, I mean, I know there's so much time and mm-hmm. money spent creating mm-hmm. the game, but you can update it as you go. Man, it's such <clears> a <throat> fluid process now. It's crazy. We're talking about like PS1 and shit here in the chat. Um, Daco says, we had Tekken. some rollerblade and bike game on PS1. Dude, I think I know what you're talking about. It was, um, it w- was it too extreme? Is that what you're thinking of? You could pick between like rollerblades, BMX, um, wow. and skateboarding. And it wasn't like as advanced as Tony Hawk where there was a bunch of tricks and shit. It was mostly like races. But you could like swap between those things. But yeah. Oh my God. Two Extreme has a IGN rating of 2.2 out yeah. of 10. It was not. Looking back, it probably wasn't very good. But I was obsessed with that for a while. That and then uh, Road Rash was like... or Yeah, Road Rash. Road Rash? Road Rage? Road Rash does not... Now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't sound very good. Shinobi says, uh, with the uh, PS1 Tekken and Ridge Racer. Tekken, my God. I was Tekken, so bad dude. at Tekken, and I was just a th- like a palm f- f- button smasher. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even use my fingers. I would just fucking smash the buttons. I had no idea what I was doing. It is Road Rash, yeah. It was uh, on the PC, and it was started in 1991 was the first one. I think I had Road Rash, too. Uh, speaking of random video games on the P- PC... Did you ever get that Chex Quest game? Yeah, I played it constantly. I had that all fucking day, dude. It was one of the greatest games I've ever played. Dude, can you imagine these days getting a box of Cheerios and it comes with a fucking Xbox game? Like, that shit does not happen anymore. <laughs> dude, yeah. I just got cereal and I, it came with a fucking free video game. That was amazing. And it wasn't like a terrible video game. Like, it was, it was like uh, it was Doom. Quake. Quake. Quake and Doom. Yeah. Yeah, it was that engine, but yeah, so they just made little green blobs as your enemies and you upgraded yeah. your guns as you went through and you zapped them to death. Like it was, that's all you, it was like shooting shit. milk at aliens, dude. Shooting milk, bro. It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, lots of good shit from back in the day. We could go another, on and on. Another random one for the Xbox originals is Blood Wake. And it was like a hmm. boat assault game. You chose your boat and you had to get from A to B. But the, along the way, there was turrets and the other attack boats that would go after you. It was fun, man. I remember playing that a lot. My new thing is, uh, yeah, I want to go back and <clears throat> watch some playthroughs of these old games. Because once upon a time, you know, I would get excited and, like, get an emulator and try to play them. And not only was it a little harder to play, but I would never get through it all. And I would start to get pissed off, and then I would get out of out of the mood. But i just go watch a playthrough on YouTube and... Somebody crushes it, and I get all my nostalgia feels, and then we're all good. Yeah. So I looked up uh, Xbox or, Xbox original games for the obviously the original Xbox. So Jade Empire is another one which was very. Close. I never played it, but that was like the precursor to Kotor. It was after Kotor, but it there was, was um, after Kotor. Like, yeah, because it was two thousand five. Um, I thought it was that's the one they made before Kotor. Huh. Maybe there was a version of it or something before. Um, but uh, Jade Empire had a lot of KOTOR aspects, um, but it, there was active fighting. It wasn't select your attack. It was go in and like actually press A to attack. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of uh, other other nice stuff about that. Yeah, that's one I think I... Back when we were obsessed with KOTOR, I think I bought that. Um, I never ended up... I think I played like the first hour. I never beat it. The other... Um, original Xbox game that I know I had and I loved is Jet Set Radio. Mm. 
and it was just like a roller skating game. Yep. But you you ran around town and you like tagged stuff with graffiti. Oh yes. You know what am I thinking of? Oh, so when you first when you said that because you've said it before, I think I thought you were referring to Jet Force. Gemini on the N64. Jet Force Gemini. I mixed them up in my head because uh, DNR used to have that Jet Force Gemini, but Jet no Jet Force Set Gemini. Radio. Fuck. I don't even yeah. remember what you do in that game or who you are, but I know I played it and I wow. had uh, <laughs> that to my long playlist. That's yeah, never. That was never in my mind. I like particularly remember this game, but I don't remember anything about it. Like you, I don't no idea anything about it, dude. Yeah, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time was actually a solid game in 2003. Those Prince of Persia games were really fun, too. Oh, yeah, dude. Groundbreaking when they were the first ones. Wow. Like, first, they led the way to all that Assassin's Creed and everything. What was the uh, the war game that we played? It wasn't Call of Duty. What was that we used to fuck around with? Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. <laughs> Rising Sun, where the fucking the melee was so strong. You could, you, we yeah. just ran through the game and meleeed everybody. It was we one We knifed shot. our way through the entire fucking level. <laughs> Never even shot. Yeah, Medal of Honor, Rising Sun, dude. That was fun. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> Shit, man. We started with water parks and now we're meleeing through... Uh, that's how we do it, man. It's a 90s uh, video game podcast. Fusion Frenzy, man. I, that still probably stands up. I, that was a great game. Wow. Are they, uh, that's, that's one that like, I don't know, whenever I see um, YouTube videos of people talking about modern gaming and like, you know, all of these purchases, Xbox buys this, PS3 buys this, or PlayStation buys this, they were, people have mentioned like, Xbox does have a lot of original IP that they need to bring back. Like, there hasn't been a Fusion Frenzy game in a long time. Yeah. But it'd be fun to have like a new modern version of that. It's like a Mario Party kind of shit. Yeah, absolutely. And like Fable. Fable and Jade Empire. And yeah, there's a lot of them out there that they could really take and run with. Ethan, (laughs) if you're still in here, chime in. I think you you said Fable, there's a new Fable coming out sometime soon. So let me know if that's the case. I'm not going to Google it. Dude, you know what they could do is just take Republic Commando and make a new Republic Commando. I would play the fuck out of that game. I would as well, but I would prefer them to just make new shit. No, make a new, brand new game. Don't port it over. Make a brand new Republic Commando game. Yeah. Where you got it's Rainbow Six style. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would be into that. Absolutely you would. Special Fuck special yeah, forces go in. Spec ops, dude. Yeah. Get this info off this fucking disk drive and murder everything in your path. Let's go. <laughs> there was a Ghost Recon game that we all played back in like 2012 that was really, really good. And it was... I don't, I don't see enough shooters, and maybe I'm missing them, but where it is very tactical and you're like sneaking around and ordering the squad and you have gadgets and shit like that. I love shooters like that. They're a little slower paced and they take a little more planning than just, you know fucking balls out running around in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So if there's any new shooters like that that you guys are aware of, let me know. I haven't I haven't touched Rainbow Six in a while, so maybe there is a Rainbow Six, a new Rainbow Six. Yeah. Yes. So Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Well, I, w- I, was just, I just found a uh, IGN of the top 
uh, 25 best original Xbox games. And pretty much everything we talked about is on this top 25. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Yeah. I, f- I forgot uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was for the original Xbox, too. Dude, San Andreas was so good. Yep. Yep. Mech Assault's number 13. Jade Empire's number 11. Jet Set Radio's number 9. KOTOR's Fable, number 1. Fable's number 7. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, sorry. Um, and actually, KOTOR's number 4. What's so, number 1? Above KOTOR is Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, Halo 2, yep. and Halo 1. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'll accept that. I have no problem with that. Understandable. Yeah, Splinter Cell, dude. I forgot about that, too. This is too much, man. Good stuff. Too many things. Too Battlefield many things. has to be up there too. The original Battlefield, even though it's clunky and doesn't live up, because they are, especially the original one, because it's it's a little slow. But uh, man, it was groundbreaking for the like open Battlefield style. Ooh, yeah, so oh, fun. Yeah. And then Battlefront, obviously. Um, on the gaming talk, you oh, have we're going to go. We're going to start talking about gaming now. Well, we're going to move it to uh, to modern modern shit a little bit more. Let's do it. But uh, you haven't played Elden Ring yet. No, but not yet. I'm looking forward for you to j- jump into that. I've been playing it with uh, Ethan and Tommy Boy. It's good shit, man. Is there a co-op or are you just kind of... Yep. Oh, it's, there is. It's just like Dark Souls. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like all the best elements of all of the Dark Souls games are in this plus open world. And they did it. They made it happen. And everything's really just good. outrageously huge. Dude, I've been seeing... The scale yeah. is just insane. Yeah. And it always has been in those games, but it's even cr- the fact that this is open world, it's even crazier. Yeah. I sent you guys that video of the guy was attacking a bear and finally killed it. And then he turned and there was a bear 10 times the size, like swiping at him. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> That's how those games are, man. I love it. So yeah, it, it's been it's been fun. I'm only like six hours in, but I'm digging it. Been a fan of Souls for a while, so... I hope you uh, dive in and enjoy it. I will indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that's done with the gaming news because I'm tired of that. <sighs> Let's Why? Because you haven't been able to game this week, so you don't want to talk about it anymore? Uh, the only thing I've done was I actually booted up uh, um, Contra 2. Contra 2. I never played 2 or 3. I played Super 1 Contra. and 4. So- Super Contra. It's hard, man. They're all hard. They're all fucking hard, and you got to basically memorize the maps or the, you know. Yeah. Or otherwise, you're going to die because there's one hit, you're dead, and you only get fucking three hits out of the entire fucking game, and it's game over, so fuck you. It's Maybe. the original Dark Souls. Good luck. <laughs> and there's there's just shit. If you don't memorize the, there's the map, shit. there's shit everywhere. And I'm not joking. This is, and the second one, I mean, understandably, it's harder than the yeah. first one. Of course, I'm so used to the first one, I can just fly through it. But right. the second one, like, it gets to a point where I'm shooting the entire fucking time. Right. And it gets to a point where I jump, and all around me is already uh, blasts, and there's guys under me. So I'm like, where the fuck do I go? <laughs> I'm shooting as much and as fast as possible. They really, they didn't give a fuck back then. They're like, dude, good. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> good for you, and good luck, and fuck off. Man, yeah. Yeah, games used to be tough, man. I never played those. those. Never played those. Yeah. Um, 
Moving on to a little bit of Star Wars news, the Star Wars hotel reviews have begun to pour in as the uh, the hotel opened at the beginning of this month. So we are a full day in. I haven't. Now, I, th- I think Turkey Sandwich shared a few uh, snaps in the group chat on WhatsApp, but I have not really dove into this yet. So I haven't really seen much. <laughs> and I haven't heard much. And the you know the initial reactions a couple months ago were really bad. So yeah, well, yeah, from 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 our point of view, yeah, yeah the uh, the media launch stuff looked terrible. So I, I did read up on, uh, an article on some reviews, and it said for the most part it's decent. You know, good reviews, nothing terrible. But they did say there were some like glaring uh, red flags, at least. And one of the quotes from uh, like a YouTuber. Was, was, quote, Disney went all in on an experience that seemingly puts only the wealthiest guests inside a windowless bunker for two days. <laughs> and it's like, you don't really think about that because they can't have a window. So what they do is have a screen that looks like I did space. think about that. Yeah. And I was so, just wondering if it was going to be done well enough that you wouldn't notice. Yeah. I, or if you I think feel, if everyone feels claustrophobic. Yeah. So... What I've heard is even though the rooms have a queen bed and there's two bunk beds and a pullout bed, and potentially you could you could put five adults in there, what I've heard is even with only three adults, it's cramped as shit in those rooms. Ugh. And it's like, you know what? What experience do you want? Because I, I feel in my head on a Starfighter, it's not going to be fucking lavish. So... You either fucking deal with the small rooms. It's like it's like right. You're either you're you're like role playing or you're not right. Yeah, right, right. And they're so immersive. Like they're you're in a starfighter. Like fuck you, sleep on the on the floor. I don't care. But then again, you're spending five grand for two adults, and it's like I do kind of want some room. (laughs) And it's two nights. It's only two nights. It's five grand for six grand. You can do three adults and two kids. So you're spending $2,500 a night potentially just for like you and a friend. You could take your entire extended family to Galaxy's Edge and stay in an Airbnb for that much. Dude, yeah, you could go overseas easily. Five grand will get you to like Paris that's, for, that's crazy. for a week. See, that I think that is, regardless of the quality of the place and the experience and the immersion, that is really fucking frustrating. Because I guess when they announced this back like two or three years ago when they also did at Galaxy's Edge, I guess I was kind of envisioning like multiple levels. Yeah. Like you can buy like a normal night at a hotel and it's a Star Wars themed hotel and maybe you don't get to like role play or anything, but you at least get to experience it. And then you could go up from there and then just like a regular hotel, you got fucking suites at the top and regular yeah. ass rooms at the bottom. But the fact that it's like two nights and there's only those three options is... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess if they're doing like a story and a yeah. whole scenario, they kind of have to control it that tightly. And that's know? what it's that's what it sounds like. And the other thing that I've heard that is somewhat of a red flag that everything is controlled story-wise through an app on your phone. Of course. So, some of the complaints were I paid for an immersive experience and I spend 50% of the time staring at my phone. Yep. And it's like, you know, I it was like a good idea. And- it was a good idea because you can go around and do whatever story you want, but you're still staring at your phone and not being. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a valid uh, criticism because uh, I wouldn't want that either. Be like, I already have my fucking phone. 
I can read stories anytime, but I can fucking watch Star Wars on my phone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What if? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it, not everything's bad. Not everything's bad, but yeah, for the price, I'm never gonna go. Fuck that. And there are like there are certain things that I would shell out for, but that is too much. And yeah. with with all the reviews, it makes it even even less likely. Like if it was. This is the ultimate Star Wars experience in the entire world. It's the best thing that Star Wars fans could ever go to. That might tempt me. Like, yeah, we'll fucking save up and splurge on it. But nah, dude. Not the way it is now. Yeah. But again, until you go, who knows? I think the best thing they could have done for marketing is like pick a dozen uh, like YouTubers or influencers or something and just let them. That's what they did. Oh, okay, they did? Okay, good. Yeah, that's where the uh, windowless bunker quote came from. Okay. Well, you know, it sometimes backfires, I guess. But at least they're honest, right? Yeah, it's 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 kind of that balance of what did you expect a Star Cruiser to feel like? Right. Like, it's, it's almost like from a certain point of view, it's like sleeping on a submarine. Like, you... Submarine. With you're, I mean, you can't go outside. Right. Like you're in space. So it's literally like right. being in a submarine. Like, it's not like you're staying at the goddamn animal kingdom, you know? Goddamn animal kingdom, man. <laughs> the goddamn animals. <laughs> Running the around. They already got the kingdom, man. Come on. Uh, Shinobi said he had uh, a buddy that went and he said he loved it. So uh, the other thing, uh, the other That's feedback good. that I've heard was you have to be an extrovert. If you are an introvert, don't go. Yeah, it, like goddamn actors you. are going to be yeah. coming up and talking to you and shit. Yeah. I'm not yeah. into that, really. And I have heard that the actors uh, were actually a highlight of it. So the people that will walk you through all the story uh, That's good. were good. Which, you know, from a Disney point of view, it's like, okay, obviously, that better yeah. be. Yeah. And clips that I... Any clip I see from Galaxy's Edge is usually like the actors kind of being highlighted as, you know, fitting, fitting right into the universe. Yeah. The immersion is uh, important. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see other reviews, but uh, you know, right off the bat, it's like obvious stuff. But we'll we'll see if normal people ever get to go because five grand. I'm gonna go ahead and pass. I've got other things I'd like to f- spend five grand on. <laughs> Fuck that. That's I'm a big insane, fan, dude. but not that I'm I'm way too frugal for that shit. I am not spending fucking five grand for that. Impossible. <sighs> price of a car you could get a still operative car Subaru yeah Subaru <laughs> you can get an old Corolla for that much yeah you can not too old yeah 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 I do want to go to Galaxy's Edge though I don't know what is happening with uh, Celebration I've marked it off in my head to be honest because I don't I don't expect to go at this point because I don't we haven't heard any so fucking torn. thing. I know. I know. So There's been it's no like, updates. Am I going to start planning for this shit and then going to have to cancel all this shit? And then, I know. So at this point, it's kind of out of my mind, out of sight, out of mind. So it's like... If anyone's listening and, and does have some info, let us know. I mean, as far last I heard, they contacted everyone who like kept their tickets. They changed the dates to May. I mean, it's two months away. Um, and it, they haven't said anything about it you know, being pushed back or not going through. So I oh, think it's still happening, but they haven't like reopened ticket sales. The media badge application stuff hasn't come through yet. Mm. Like all of those details haven't really 
uh, come in. I've been checking the site like once a week. Yeah. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be able to go anyways because the kid's birthday's in May and we're going out of state in May. So, yeah. I'll be sad about it. Yeah. You know, of course, the one year that it's like in nice, well, I mean, our Orlando trip. Orlando was fine. Well, yeah. Climate wise was really nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, even yeah. the Chicago one, that, that worked out perfectly with our, our It snowed room. one day, but... Yeah, but we were within walking distance of the fucking yeah. place, so... Yeah, yeah. Can't ask now, I was just looking forward to... The convention center is right across the street from Disney, basically. Mm-hmm. So, it was going to be nice to just, you know, Galaxy's Edge and convention, like, side by side. But if it ain't going to work, it ain't going to work. I wonder how much money they make off that stuff. Because a lot of times when you put events together like that, it actually costs... Right, or more you break, money you to break the, even. Yeah. But it's the hype. It's the planting the seeds. It's the, right. you know, the reveals and all that shit. Because, yeah, by the time you pay all the actors to come out and all yep. the setup and audio and planning and all, all this shit, oh, yeah. you're like, yeah, you're oh, yeah. you're in a hole of fuck ton, bro. <laughs> there was a lot of good stuff, though, in Chicago. I mean, we saw the episode nine trailer premiere. Uh, they had a panel about the Mandalorian before that came out, giving us the scoop and everything. Episode yeah. one kind of like highlights 20th anniversary and stuff. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. We'll see. But at the end of the day, and I think this, I think we said this exact same thing is like we were trying to watch the episode nine trailer premiere and there were so many people that we couldn't really see or hear. And then it's on YouTube in 30 seconds. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. as they hit play in the convention hall, they're putting publish on YouTube. Yeah, but you're the difference is you're you're watching it next to a wampa. <laughs> yeah, and a Princess Leia in the slave outfit and you know, a drunk Wookiee. That is a big part of it. But honestly. Then you get to spend like three hundred dollars on toys and stuff like that. <laughs> oh sure. So we'll see. We Shinobi said he's uh, gonna go to Vegas instead. Dude, let's do that, man. Let's do that. Do it. Let's just do our own Star Wars thing in like Colorado. It's always nice in Colorado. Dude, actually, that's a great idea. Let's plan it for the same time as Celebration. And we'll just have like a giant screen TV running like the Star Wars YouTube channel, whatever. So as soon as a new trailer drops or new news updates, that will all, we'll we'll be seeing everything like right away in real time and save our money and just fucking chill and hang out. Just be a bunch of horny robots. They're droids, boss. (laughs) They're they're called droids. (laughs) Bunch of horny robots. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds fun we'll see what do you think about it <sighs> we'll see yeah it, it all depends on the timing again because uh, we'll be out and about in May dude plus dude it's it's Growing like up a kid, it's the kid's birthday we're going out of state for that uh, to see the in-laws and it's our anniversary everything happens in May so it's a good month May the 4th Kenobi Kenobi. Jack yeah. in a box. That's a stacked month for you guys. Any uh there hasn't been anything new on Kenobi, right? <laughs> just that just that poster. <laughs> how do we not how are we two months away with no trailer? How did we get through the fucking Super Bowl without anything? Dude, I was holding hope and um fucking was watching it with friends and I was like, I'm just here to watch the new Star Wars trailer. And then commercial after commercial goes by, and I'm like, don't worry, they're saving it for the end. And then you get to the fucking very last bit of the game, and then they start promoting the Olympics. I'm like, fuck. Well, 
Yeah. At least I saw Doctor Strange and, and Batman. I guess that's fine. Uh, Star Wars reportedly de-aging Hayden for the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, okay. That's, that's understandable. It's got to be a flashback then. True. I, no reason I, like, to- I like flashbacks in Star Wars. I like it. I didn't, but I think now that it's becoming a thing, I'm warming up to it. <gasps> if what? they... I think uh, Liam Neeson is coming back as Qui-Gon in Kenobi. That was definitely on the wish list. Ooh. Force ghost fucking Qui-Gon Jinn. Now, you imagine? has that been written? Has it been written? I'm I was hoping that would be like a surprise. Well, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, this is all speculation. Yeah. Rumors that uh, he might be. Well, if we're going to go rumors, we can throw everything in there. I mean, you think they'll do, they'll yeah, recreate the, the mall? <laughs> sure. You think they'll recreate the mall scene from Rebels in live action? I truly hope so. Because I think that's something be that cool. it, having it overlap and having two versions of it, but just do the exact same thing, fucking beautiful. I, it's such a good scene that I'd like to pl- see it play out in live action. <laughs> be interesting yeah, if it opens with like Darth Maul sending out probe droids and shit. It's back on Tatooine. You know, it's it's a good it's a good point that um, you know as I was having these conversations about Boba Fett uh, today at work. One of the guys had like Clone Wars posters up in his fucking cubicle, and I was talking to him. I was like, "What? So, what, what's your thoughts?" Because he even had High Republic poster, and I was like, "So, you've read some of the new stuff, and what, what's your thoughts about all this?" And he's like, "You know, the downfall is that there's no lightsaber fights anymore." And I was like, hmm. "Yeah, okay." And he's like, "Outside of the like the new films, there's no Sith, so you're it's just Jedi with sticks, and they're like defending themselves against." droids or like pirates or and you're like I was like I think we're gonna be uh, (laughs) Obi-Wan better whip out that fucking lightsaber at some point that's all I'll say that's where I'm so interested to see what they're gonna do that's why I want a fucking teaser so we can get geeked about it they're probably just so up against the wire on deadlines and they're probably still fucking making tweaks to that shit do we know the timeline between three and four that's all we know could we see a young Luke I, now that they've fixed it in Mando and Boba, I think definitely. No, 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 not that old, young. I'm talking like a ten year old. Oh yeah, like a kid. Luke. Totally, yeah. Maybe they'll DH Jake Lloyd to be. <laughs> have to get rid of the the face tattoos that he's got now. I think. Uh, I don't know what he's got. <laughs> A lot of crack residue. How how are you going to de-age Anakin Skywalker to become Luke's? Dude, they're supposed to be related, man. They got to some genetics and shit. That's awesome. Um, yeah, they could do anything. Now that they got that tech a little more locked down, yeah, they totally could. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they're casting Sebastian Stan for to play, you know, twelve year old Luke Skywalker. <laughs> His goddamn moisture farm. Man, Qui-Gon Force Ghost will be a hella treat. I don't know how many times we've talked about our favorite Jedi, but I probably almost every single time I've said Qui-Gon. So seeing him back in any capacity would be awesome. 
Yeah, I'd like to see some type of lightsaber duel, um, a force ghost. Because you think about like the mental strain that Obi-Wan Kenobi's under. Basically, mm-hmm. all his friends and family were just murdered by his best friend. Mm-hmm. And he's now partly he's, responsible. And he's partly responsible, but I know he probably, like the character probably blames himself. He's not but we all know it's not anymore. it's not his fault. It's Qui Gon's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just take it all the way back. It's Dooku's fault. Well, mm. no, it's Yoda's fault. No, it's Sidious. It's Re- uh, Ricolay. Ricolay, yeah, Ricolay. If, if the fucking shield generator had never if been his, hit, if he did knew how to fucking fly, they would have never ended up on Tatooine. If he couldn't get through that blockade of two ships, he would have come on. Shield generator's been hit. That's really the downfall of the whole galaxy. That's the, so. If we keep going back, it's the engineers of the Naboo starfighters. They should have made better shield generators. But who contracted the engineers to make the starfighters? Palpatine. The goddamn. Pal- it was always been him. Of course, it's the very beginning. <laughs> Could you imagine going all the way back? Palpatine. Some, somehow, Rick Olay returned. <laughs> Jesus. Rick, I like Rick Olay. He's a he's a he's yeah, a good guy. It. He's, he's a good. Fuck yeah. it, guy. I don't think I've ever seen a Rick Olay cosplay at Celebration. I would like a picture with that. That would be a good one. <laughs> I always He always stuck out. I think when I was that young, I probably... I didn't catch a lot of the lore and the names from the movie, but we had that card game, so I yep. did know everyone's name. And I remember I had a Rick Olay card and like a new Naboo Starfighter card, and that's where I pull a lot of those memories from. It's like that goddamn decipher that, card game. That and the Pod Racer pilots and the pod racers themselves yep it's like i knew yep. who giscano was because i got him in my fucking card game bro eb endicott i don't think he's even in the movie or mandel in the game let's go dud <laughs> bolt let's, let's get it malastare malastare man i'm in a i might need to get back into uh the prequels here I might be in a prequel mood you know i uh i've been feeling it I've leading been up to f- kenobi especially true I've been in a uh, episode eight mood. I just haven't sat down. I haven't sat down and watched it for a minute. I like hearing that. Yeah, you haven't. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been a minute since I've watched any of them. I think actually the most recent one I watched like episode five and I just kind of put it on. Yeah. Episode eight's been a a while and I know there's so many high points in that film that I'd I'd love to rewatch it. Mm -hmm. You just skip through. Oh, right here. Shinobi, breaking news. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy said that there will be a rematch between Kenobi and Vader and that it will be the rematch of the century. <laughs> Get your tickets today on getfucked.org. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I do remember when they announced Hayden that uh, she said that they were going to have a rematch, and and but since that that day, I'm still like, in what capacity? It's the way that they retcon things that is, they're walking on a tightrope. It's either going to be fucking great, or everyone's going to be like, what? Can the rematch was in episode four? How are you going to replace that? So I'm curious to see what they'll do. I'm fucking down for it. That's what I've always wanted to see. Always? It's that, the very it's, that, it's that tweak of what something means. 
I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, that's a feeling I haven't felt since last now week. We're, now we're referencing. <laughs> no, because there's a 15, 19 year period. I know, I know, I know. There's a lot of time, man, to be hiding in sand. I haven't been fully up on um, Vader's storyline between three and four. I know there's been a lot of comics. We have the Inquisitors. We got Fallen Order and a bunch of shit like that. Um, Dude, we have, um, uh, well, obviously Ezra and all, all the Rebels, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Jedi Fallen Order. What's the character's name? Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. You know, I, what What Jedi Fallen Order did for me was actually have an appreciation for the Inquisitors. Because before that, I thought they were just trash throwaway people. Yeah, you got the them f- helicopter boys? Yeah, well, I still hate that, but. You know, I'm I'm okay with it in the in the grand scheme of things, but like watching that happen, I was like, ah, I don't like it. Please but, take um, it away. But yeah, when you have to fight one of the Inquisitors the whole way, and then she just gets fucked at the end by the one who truly matters, the one and only, the one and only, Asthma Boy, one and only, Asthma Boy. Yeah, it's fun when they sprinkle when there's opportunities to sprinkle Vader in without. Like, new content shouldn't rely on, on Vader. Vader. But with him getting sprinkled in, it's it's very cool. I was listening to one of our old episodes, and we were talking about Rogue One. And that was, that was like, the perfect placement for Darth Vader. Yeah. It's like, you don't even really know he's going to be there until halfway through. And it's not about him. They did spend a lot of time on, you know, the new characters and the plot of this movie. And then he is just like icing on the cake. That's the best way to do it. It makes character sense. What I mean by that is um, Director Krennic goes to bitch to Vader and Vader basically tells him, don't ever fucking come here again. You aren't worth it. Shut the fuck up and go back. Do do your job. Perfect. That makes yeah. sense in Vader's realm because he's like, I don't have time to even fucking talk to you. I can't barely I got- walk. I've been floating in a tank of liquid. What the right. fuck are you here for? Like my only reason to live is to kill Jedi, and you're bothering me with some fucking engineering <laughs> questions and shit or a promotion. Tarkin is going to take control of the yeah. project. Darth oh my Vader, god! Can you help me? And in that sense, I'm sure Vader's like, Tarkin, did you fucking send this motherfucker over here? I'm going to kill him again, again, again. Um, but my, my other point is, as the rebels in Rogue One uh, start that um, assault on Scarif, mm-hmm. as soon as it starts getting out of hand, I feel like if Vader caught wind of that, he would have been like, oh shit, how many people are going there? All right, yeah. let's let's head out. I got to, I got to, we'll... We'll make this work. And I feel like when, when yeah. he shows up at the end, it's like, of course he would show up. Right. He like, wants I'll to fuck, be there. I'll just handle that shit myself. Here exactly. I come. It, this is important enough that mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna make sure it happens. Totally. Totally, yeah. So I just, I, I you're right. <clears throat> All that to say, it was the perfect amount of Vader in Rogue One. Yes. It was a good amount of Vader. Now, on the flip side of that, would it be great to get away from uh, Vader? No. Star Wars stories? No. I'm gonna tell, I, in the grand scheme, yes. But if we're living between episode three and four, no. Well, do yeah, not, yeah, 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 yeah. In the not, Kenobi sphere, yeah, I'm not, yes. yes. I'm not going to argue that at all. I'm just honestly, talking about like what they select to be part of the new Star Wars canon is like, Vader, we don't need Vader anymore. You know what we need though? And the reason why I like the Rise of Darth Vader book is between episode three and four, Palpatine is still doing shit. Like, I feel like... Well, he's got a lot... Yeah, he's got to build the Death Star and shit. But there's like... Oh, we don't... There's no interaction. Like, even in Rogue One, we never see Palpatine. Right. 
And it's maybe that's why like seeing Vader means so much more because it's like, oh, he's the one. That's the one. But um, yeah, the interactions between Tarkin, Vader, and Palpatine between episode three and four is exactly the same thing that I, it's the same way as I want to see Ahsoka and Luke talk in, in Boba mm-hmm. Fett. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah, there's room there for um, for Palpatine to show up, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I expect him to show up in Kenobi, but there's definitely room there for them to uh, Dude, play with the storyline a little bit. I mean, we, what's he doing in the background? If we spend any amount of time with Vader, which we already know we are, yeah. there has to be interactions between Vader and Kenobi. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Vader and Palpatine. Being doesn't have to as be. soon. Yes, there does. No. Kathleen, you're listening. You know this. Filoni, make if, it happen. Imagine this. Vader finds out the location of Kenobi or finds out Kenobi's doings. The first thing he's going to do is get pissed. Second thing is he's going to probably call Palpatine and be like, it's going to break some shit. I found him. There's only two fuckers left, Yoda and and Obi, and I found one of them. Because I feel like uh, he's going to have to consult more or less with Palpatine. Because Palpatine's going to be like, dude, he fucked you up that last time. So you better take it easy but aren't there a bunch of subplots with vader like totally doing his own thing and trying to keep it secret yes well that that's where that this can lie palpatine yeah. can be like do not face him and he goes anyways and yeah. he goes anyways which right. is that's the shit i want to see the tension or like palpatine's heard he knows about kenobi and he knows about luke but he's not gonna tell vader he's not gonna tell vader like it'd be interesting if they and then, each stumbled across Kenobi in their own path. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or or Palpatine knows about it but doesn't tell Vader. And then Vader finds out and gets pissed. Why the fuck didn't you tell me about Kenobi? I could have ended this shit. Yeah. Probably because Palpatine's like, uh, cause you are running my shit and Obi Kenobi would whoop your ass for a second time, and I need <laughs> you here scaring my my Imperials. You think they brought Ian McDermott back for that shit, yeah? I, they better. I want them to keep things under wraps and then just surprise us, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the... Dude, the Tarkin. Dude. Dude. This is where this, this could lie. If they, if, they don't do a Pal, if they don't do a Palpatine thing... Go off, King. This is where the tension between Vader and Tarkin can live, too. If they both find out, or let's True. say Tarkin finds out where Obi Kenobi is, and he mentions it to Vader, but says you can't go. And Vader's like, you don't mm. fucking run my shit. Like, well, they've I'm already de-aged Tarkin, so that'd be exactly. easy to do. Fucking A. There's a lot of good stuff that, that, that lies right there. A lot of bad blood oh, between, yeah. between like Kenobi, Vader, and Palpy, obviously. But we get to see that play out. So excited to see you and McDonald about- back. Yeah. Dude. E- e- Evan McChicken. Evan. <laughs> um... Arnold McRib over here. <laughs> Arnold McRib. Um, yeah, I just uh, he's back, dude. That's fucking awesome. Let me let me ask you this: who who would you who would you think who would be a big surprise for you to see? See, this is where I have a love and hate relationship with talking about things on this podcast. Is like you I kind of don't. I don't it. even want to <laughs> think about it, and then I'm just like, wah. Like, I still will hold back or um, go back to Darth Maul and Solo was one of the most shocking moments in Star Wars 
mm-hmm. as far as like a like a just a raw like surprise and, and Easter egg cameo fan service goes. But the, you already are in a box. That's I true. Doubt, I doubt they're going to create brand new Jedi just to show them off in the, in the Obi Wan series. That's true. That's true. It, so we're already like okay, Ghost um, of Ghost of Qui Gon maybe Qui Gon for sure. Yep. Uh, Ahsoka maybe if they ever cross paths. Holy shit! Could you imagine though the the amount of emotion if Ahsoka meets up with Kenobi and they both have that realization because Ahsoka's seen him firsthand most likely by that time. Yeah. And she, what if she <clears throat> spills the beans and says, I, 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 I saw him. He's not dead. He's not dead, but... Yeah. I mean, if we think back to what um, what storytelling has revolved around Obi-Wan in the past like decade, it's all been Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, I would love to see... We haven't seen a clone in live action in a very long time. I would love to see a clone... Uh, just a meeting, a conversation with the clone. Ahsoka would be nice too. You know Maybe what else at the w- same time. You know what else I would like to see is Kenobi hidden out on Tatooine, and he still has like some type of um, I don't even know what you call it. Translator. Uh, well, no, something that will transmitter, so he can like check yeah. out. Hollow Net or whatever. But if we walk into his hut and he's he's watching like. Order 66 and just like, or, you know, or like listening to a message from mm-hmm. Mace Windu that was sent out prior to the attack or something like that. Just keeps like replaying that. that old shit. Yeah. yeah. And just like, what did we, where, where did it go wrong? What, what can we learn from this? And, and, but also reminiscing like, fuck. Yeah. It all went, it all came crashing down. Fuck. Like the Mace Windu thing, that's where I think something fun could live. Not that it's a, um, flashback, no. but like a, a a recorded message. Like, consider this: before Mace Windu and Kit Fisto went to confront Palpatine, maybe he sent out a message to the Council saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. our worst fears have been realized. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fucking fuck fuck. <laughs> We're gonna go arrest this bitch." And then, yeah, and that's the last thing you, they ever hear from Mace Windu. And yeah, it's like oh that'd be God. a nice way to like get that fan service moment of having him in there without being like, "Oh, you never died when Palpatine right. threw him out exactly. the window." <laughs> exactly. Because exactly. fuck that. No, thank you. It's not gonna yeah, work. I don't. I don't particularly want him to live, even though personally, I do easily think he should live. <laughs> I mean, he's like the strongest Jedi. He's just not the most wise. Right. Yeah, that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. I know. That's a wild Throwing hole. him that's out the window, season. you cut off a limb and and shocked him out the window. That I mean, that could easily kill a lot of people, but... But not Mace Windu or Darth Mace Vader. Windu was the strongest. Yeah, totally. I agree. Oh, man. Lots of potentials, man. Again, I can't believe we don't have a teaser. Fucking think about this. I don't I care what, don't what anybody right says. Now. I personally think toe-to-toe Mace could have beaten... Palpatine. Now, regardless if you think Palpatine lost on we purpose, all, how do we always come back to this? This I scene? still, I just in my mind think that Anakin Palpatine, hadn't walked in. Palpatine was truly outmatched. He yeah. he had actually underestimated Mace, but, but part of Palpatine's strength is not just in combat; it's in exactly. all of his goddamn scheming. So he's not outmatched. It's from his a voice. certain point of view. 
Remember how time how many times we used to like pause the DVD and go frame by frame to see that <laughs> psycho face of his? <laughs> Dude, he is just on another level with those facial gestures and in episode three. It's, it is it's, it starts right away and it, it's ridiculous. That's one of those um lightsaber battles that never really it never really gets brought up but it's truly you can see the violence and also like the dance part of it between palpy and mace and because it's really slow and not like attack filled but it's very precise and like footwork is really important and like Mm -hmm. it's so it's so fun to watch but it's so short i wish it was longer that's a good point. Yeah, whenever we, whenever I think of you know favorite lightsaber duels, that's never in the running. You know what? The, I just don't one, think of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Another one that never gets brought up that I actually do really like is Episode Three, uh, Anakin versus Dooku, because it only lasts like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. But man, that ten seconds is fucking filled with a lot of fun shit. Dude, I'll never get tired of Dooku lightsaber duels. He's yeah, I would like to just sit and watch episode two, Palpy, or I'm sorry, Dooku versus Obi and Anakin again. I might just sit down and watch episode two, actually. For me, just watch episode three and get it over with. Nah, dude, I got you know we just talked about goddamn toys and Power Rangers and shit. I do have nostalgia for episode two, so I understand. Yes, I would like to view it again. <sighs> All right, well, we're a month and a half away from. Or no. two days away from... Uh, oh, no, technically... Two and a half months, sorry. Technically, the Batman releases today. 7 Oh, yeah, because all right those now. goddamn early releases, yeah. Yeah, are you going to catch it this weekend? Probably not. We got... It's... Probably not. It's tough with the kid, man. The other thing is, unfortunately, I'm fucking pissed. Oh. Um, You're always Spider-Man pissed. got pushed back a fucking again... For the digital? Yes. And it won't release till the end of the fucking month because they're still... The end of March. Jesus. They're still... And it's out of theaters now, right? No, I doubt it. I bet that's why. They're still pumping money in. Oh, well, just go to the theater. Oh, no. Just do a double back-to-back, goddamn, and watch Spider-Man and Batman at the same time. That was one of the most savage things I've ever done in my life is I, I watched uh, episode seven, and then I went right back in and watched episode seven in 3D. I watched... <laughs> Back to back. I do remember that. By myself. That's I was awesome. out of town and I was like, you know what? I got to watch it again. I love it. Sometimes you get uh, into the goddamn universe, man. What that was, was your, only- What was your most viewed of, of all the new Star Wars movies? Was it that one? Seven? Uh, in theaters? Yeah. Theaters. Yeah, I saw it four times. I think it was Last Jedi for me, actually. I saw Last Jedi, I think, three times. I, I know... Um, the Force Awakens was the only film I have ever seen. Well, only Star Wars film that I've ever seen in 3D, though. Yeah, I remember they were going to do that whole, oh, um, yeah. that whole run. They were going to bring back episodes one through six in 3D, but they did episode one and it tanked and they stopped. Why did it tank? I have no idea. This was like 2008. Yeah, I remember us. No, that was later than that because we were the podcast was going. No, no, no. We we had we had talked about it on the show, but this was before oh. he sold Star Wars. It was like it was two thousand eight, two thousand ten, something like that. But mm. yeah. yeah, four times, baby. Yep, that's my max. Maybe that's what I'll do. Is I I need to I need to just power through the sequels again. 
and I'll start with The Force Awakens because that always gets me in the mood. And then eight has been on the list for a while, anyways. And maybe maybe if I watch it uh, consecutively, I'll, I'll I'll enjoy nine even better. But yeah, nine has so many good good things. There's just a lot of a lot of bad things too. <laughs> Got to take the good with the bad sometimes. No, it's right? I I still appreciate nine a lot. They they oh, really yeah. they really pushed. It's, it feels expanded universe, and I totally. never thought they would do that. So, yeah, 100%. it's fun, man. I think I'll go back to uh, prequel era myself. Just get ready for Kenobi's. The Goonies, the Goonies dagger is the issue. Yeah, it's one a, of the worst a, decisions. It's a weird, 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 weird plot decision. You didn't need it, and that Kenobis. opens a whole goddamn path of like, why is the Death Star wreckage on a different planet? That doesn't make any sense to me. It never has, and I don't understand. Is it not another moon of Yavin? Or where were they? Endor? I don't think so. I think it's a the different... The forest moon of Endor. So... I don't know. Shinobi Wait, would know. Now, now I'm confused. Is Endor the planet or the moon? Forest well, moon of Endor. Endor is the planet. Endor is the planet. So what's the moon called? Forest moon? Well, I don't know what the name is. Endor. <laughs> Sometimes they just number them. It'll be like Endor 3 or whatever. Oh, okay. So, oh, I don't wow. know. Shinobi said he saw the, the Phantom Menace six times. And wow. I don't remember. That was early on in my career of loving no Star idea. Wars. So I probably saw it like twice. I'm not even sure I saw it in theaters because I remember I bought the VHS and I waited in line for the fucking VHS. Because I was a savage. <sighs> was. Water slides and VHS, man. <laughs> Water slides and VHS. What a time. All right. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to do a 90s theme park. You'll be able to go into like a blockbuster. You'll be able to play pogs on on a corner. There'll be a Chuck E. Cheese, even hugs, though still- juices. Hugs, juices and Capri Suns. Totally. Um you all you can rectangle pizza. Rectangle. Dude, <laughs> it tastes so much better when it's a parallelogram. <laughs> we got some rhombus slices over here. Yeah. Rhombus yeah. slices. No we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll join your, your park venture. Yeah. Or we'll just do a monthly subscription, just like Disney Plus. Perfect. 12 bucks a month, whether you come or not. <laughs> yeah. Show up. Show up, bitch. Oh, yeah. There's going to be laser tag in one section of the park. There's going to be... <sighs> oh, yeah. Dude, I've been I... wanting to do laser tag or something similar Yeah, for a while. Maybe not laser tag. Maybe something more like paintball or something. I've been wanting mm-hmm. to kind of do that. But... There's some people know. take paintball really seriously, and I don't know. We'd have to do a beginner's course. <laughs> well, I would want to, yeah, I want to be with someone that takes it way too seriously for like two days, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. I wanted to get it out of my system, pretend I was in Call of Duty for like, you know, a couple hours. Yeah. But, I but. wonder if there's like fun tactic right. setups that like you, you walk in and there's things that pop up, you got to shoot them. And- yeah. Or like you play Capture the Flag, like four on four or something. We must get to this footlocker. Sniper, get down. Sniper. <laughs> Good day. So, all right, everyone, go see the Batman. Hope you all enjoy it. We'll be talking about it hopefully next episode if we have a chance Man. to see it. Yeah. Uh, makes it a little more tougher with kiddos. But also, in the lead up to the Batman, it's a good time to go back and check out our fanboy commentary for all of the 90s Batman uh, films. My, those are my favorite. Go enjoy it. Those are my favorite commentaries that we've done. The Star Wars are Star Wars ones are classic, but my God, Batman is so ridiculous that we, yeah, uh, 
It's good. Especially good the first one and Batman and Robin are both just fucking Uncle Alfred. choice, dude. <laughs> choice. Alfred's an AI in the goddamn computer. What the hell? Dude, she's supposed to be from England. She's like, hey, Alfred. You're like, uh, <laughs> did you forget? <laughs> oh, okay. man. So, yeah, check those out in the meantime. Um, I don't think there's a movie audio version of those. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that you want, patrons, let me know. And we could probably get that up there. But um, yeah, they're fun by themselves. Or sync it up to the movie. Do a little marathon. Watch all those 90s Batman films. Jesus, have a hell of a weekend for that. Just get blasted and we'll talk about, you know, Colgate and the Colgate. Joker and shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, check those out. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll catch the, the flick this weekend. Looking forward to it. Good day. Bye, guys. We appreciate it.